It's another interesting week here in the Finger Lakes. Another interesting week for Kenny's Two Pennies. But you know, I'm not going to begin with what I usually begin with. I'm going to begin by honoring one great pioneer. Yes, this past week, we lost Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who was only the second woman to ever serve on the Supreme Court. Even though she was mostly liberal in that, she was a giant among giants, even though she was barely five feet tall. But whatever, she was a pioneer for women serving on the Supreme Court. She was a darn good justice. She did her job. We honor her. But there's just one thing about it. Why are people calling her the notorious RBG? Yeah. I don't think Miss Ginsburg, your honor, became a ramp star. Thing is, the only thing she probably ramped was a lot of cookies or cakes or whatever she probably might have baked. But who knows? Yeah, the notorious RBG. But I don't think there's anybody going, Ruthie, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me. Well, thing is... So a lot her words did hypnotize a lot of people, especially your stance on a lot of issues. And yeah, she it, even with her liberalism, she made friends with some of the conservative members of the Supreme Court, including God rest his soul, Antonin Scalia. But you know what? Thing is, it just one I just wonder. The notorious RBG. <laughs> and of course, there's a lot of talk about who's going to replace her on the Supreme Court. President Trump has said that it's going to be another woman. And um, one of the favorites is one who has, is a devout Catholic. And I mean, a lot of religi religious conservatives favor her. And the thing is, you heard Senator Feinstein say, the dogma resides in you. And that's one of the main things of a Catholicism is dogma. But the, I mean, I'd love to say something, but it might sound blasphemous. So you know what? I'm going to kind of, you know, leave that to be. But of course, somebody says dogma. Hmm. Oh, well. Rest in peace, Your Honor Ginsburg. You are a giant among giants. And now I'm going to talk about my regular stuff here. First, it seems as though OITNF, that was the mantra that uh, Dino Babers brought when he became the coach of the Orange. OITNF, Orange is the new fast. After two games, it should be OITNB, Orange is the new bad. Is this what we're supposed to expect? From your Art Ryle-style offense, Coach Babers, Tommy DeVito acting like a pinata back there in the pocket. Get, I mean, uh, it just seems as though the offense, offensive line is just overwhelmed. It seems at times you're just pretty indecisive when you're back in the pocket. And you were a big-time recruit. What's going on here? The offense is just plain offensive. Although I will say, the running game started to have a few lanes open for it. Plus, from what I saw, the new, new freshman running back, Sean Tucker, 
Looks like he could be a pretty good one. But I mean, DeVio looks indecisive and everything. Of course, the, his backup, who is a great story because he survived cancer two years ago, Rex Culpepper, he seems to be the one that wants to chuck it. His chucking have finally provided Syracuse with their first touchdown. But I mean, for an offense that was supposed to put up video game numbers, it's extremely paltry right now. The defense is carrying the day right now. Defense looks much improved. But the defense can't do everything. Look what happened against North Carolina. They got gassed because the offense couldn't support them so much and the defense petered out. Although it was much closer against Pittsburgh, still, the defense can't carry the day. Of course, if you try to carry the day, it's a heavy weight. Uh, 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 that's what it looks like right now, because I think the defense might be about to collapse. <laughs> Guess what? It's time to see what the startingly new, startingly new improved carrier dome is supposed to look like, albeit no fans. Georgia Tech comes into the dome this Saturday, and we'll get to see what the fixed roof looks from the inside. But I mean, I lament it because, hey, no fans, including me. But I mean, it'll be interesting to see what the new building looks like I mean, it's part of, the, part of the project to spiff up the dome. We'll see what it looks like. But now, let's help hope for one thing. A win. But winning is something Buffalo has been doing pretty good so far through two games. Yes, the offense definitely looks improved there. Unlike with Syracuse, Allen is chucking it all over the field. And I mean, I wanted to have a like an, well, my first two shows. A word to kind of describe the show. Maybe I can describe it for this segment. Excavation. Especially with our great new acquisition, acquisition Stefan Diggs. Yeah, he's digging the competition. Yeah, excavation. Digging. Yeah. He could bury the competition all his own. Eight catches, 153 yards, if I'm correct for the stance. And of course, we got great supporting cast, Cole Beasley. But the running game, they're doing a little bit. But I mean, hey, Singledary and, Singledary and Moss can't really... Uh, carry the day right now it's all Allen and Allen fin finally showing that hey we you don't have to run as much we want to depend on your arm because you know you've been running too much and Allen if you run too much that's a good way to get yourself killed there in the pocket or killed running towards the sideline and finally Bass didn't miss any kicks hooray yeah those first two kicks, yeah, you miss another kick, I'm liable to bass you in the head. But whatever, a game Miami team led by former Bill and Beardy, Ryan Fitzpatrick. What is it with the beard? Huh. <sighs>
Every time I get a little too much stubble on my face, I have to shave. Oh, well. But what, what a great win for Buffalo against Miami. 31-28. to 28. But you know what? Quit going into that prevent defense. You're going to give Bills fans like me a heart attack. And with the Rams coming to Orchard Park this Sunday, we got to watch out for Jared Goff and the boys. You know, he can golf it just like this. Whack! Oh, wrong sport. But a good segue to what I say for ne my next little bit. Congratulations to Bryson DeChambeau there at Wing Foot there, winning the U.S. Open. But you know, it's just like everything else. This and another little segue into another se segment. The playoffs starting for the NBA, NHL, and pretty soon for Major League Baseball. Not seeing the fans there. And of course, there at Wing Foot, DeChambeau won by six strokes. Pretty good win, but I mean, it just wasn't the same U.S. Open. Albeit he didn't have a collapse that, like Phil Mickelson 14 years ago, when, especially when your shot, his shots banged off a VIP tent and caught an elm tree solid on the final hole. Oh well, congratulations to Bryson DeChambeau. And for the other playoffs, I mean... There's the things called bubbles. Yeah, you got the NBA in a bubble. You got the NHL in a bubble. Is that what's going to have with Major League Baseball? Soon those bubbles may burst, but who knows? Right now, it's the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Dallas Stars for the Stanley Cup. And they're heading into the semis for uh, the NBA. And right now... LeBron James and the LA Lakers are the favorites. But do we need any more messages, LeBron James? Stick to playing basketball. And of course, for Major League Baseball, all eyes are there. Maybe that the Yankees could maybe make the playoffs. Because, I mean, it's been up and down with the Yankees. The Oakland A's already have made the playoffs. But we'll see. It's going to be an interesting ball coming up. Not only with football, but all the playoffs. But keep it in those bubbles and keep any more messages to yourself, LeBron James. Enough. That's all I have time for this week. And I'll see you next week. And sorry, no Naples Great Festival, nor any Geneseo Air Show. We gotta wait till next year.